the Journey Hometown Journal. And I just like to encourage people, let them know that regardless of how helpless that situation looks, that there is hope. Welcome to the Hometown Journal. I'm Mark Edwards. This week, we're going to highlight an organization that is helping individuals and families deal with drug and alcohol addictions. That organization is Youth Challenge, and my guest is Travis Hall, the executive director of Youth Challenge. Youth Challenge is going through a name change, and we'll be telling you more about that a little later in the program. Well, Travis, thank you so much for being with us on the Hometown Journal. Tell us a little bit about your background and then how that led you to working with and eventually becoming the executive director of Youth Challenge. I got involved with Youth Challenge actually 20 years ago, actually as a resident in the program. I had uh, a drug drug addiction that for 18 years had, had plagued me. I started... Just as a teenager, you know, using, you know, smoking marijuana and drinking at parties, and and it, that became a crutch throughout most of my, well, the, at least the last couple of years of my high school, and then into my adult life, um, I just carried that. It, I just it made me feel good. It made me feel more confident. Quite frankly, in the early stages, I it was fun, it seemed like fun anyway, and. Um, but what that road it took me on was a road I never thought I would see myself going down. Eventually, you know, I tried multiple drugs throughout the next 18 years, but eventually I tried crack cocaine, and that is very highly addictive. I didn't really have a high quality of life I thought I did, but I was drunk and stoned most of the time. But I had lost everything. Uh, at age 33, having lost everything, not knowing where to go, I went to a church, and uh, Youth Challenge was actually in that church sharing stories, and you know they're sharing their testimonies and about the program, and I had never heard of them before. About a week later, I was in the program, and my life was radically changed through a relationship with Jesus Christ and what I was able to do in that program. And I graduated. I stayed and worked there for about a year as an intern. And then I went on to secular business and just kind of doing my life. But I stayed involved. I volunteered. I supported the organization financially. And um, and then seven years later, I felt this real strong call from the Lord uh, to go back to Youth Challenge, which I did. I quit my job, went back to Youth Challenge, served under our founder up until he died in 2015. It's very humbling to be able to pick up his mantle um, and continue the work that he'd begun 40 years ago. It's an amazing story. So when you see someone come in to the program, into Youth Challenge, you know exactly what they're going through because you've walked in those shoes. Yes, sir. And I, I, know, I know that if you, if you give yourself to the Lord and you're patient, I'm still working on perfection. I'm far from it. Uh, but I learned the the importance of obedience and in waiting on the Lord and how he took me from a place of nothing to, you know, now I've got my master's degree and I'm, I'm serving in ministry. And so I know firsthand that God can do it and being able to share that with people coming into our program. Uh, at least I'd like to think it helps them and inspires them as well. And am I correct? You got your degree. Was that through Liberty University? Yes, sir. Liberty University. I got my bachelor's in uh, addiction psychology and my master's in human services uh, executive leadership from 
both from Liberty. Fantastic. Yes, sir. Go Flames. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You've shared how Youth Challenge and, and a little bit here of, of the difference that it, it has made in your life. How long has Youth Challenge been in the, the Hampton Roads Tidewater area? It's been around since 1979. So uh, a little over 41 years. We'll be celebrating our 42nd year in July. So quite a long time. And its purpose is to help individuals who are dealing with drug and alcohol addictions. Our mission statement is to rebuild lives that were devastated by drug addiction, restore hope in families, and establish productive citizens back into the community. So walk us through how Youth Challenge helps an individual with an addiction from the first time that you make a contact with them uh, through them going through the program. Tell us a little bit about how that works. Okay, so uh, there's a couple different ways. We do have some that come into our program through the courts. And those are individuals who are, you know, who have been arrested and are facing charges. And those individuals basically write us a letter, you know, telling us what's going on with them, that they want the help. We put them through the interview process and then we'll go to court with them uh, and present the program as an alternative to incarceration to the judge. In other words, instead of locking this guy up or, or a girl up, we have men and women in our program, which they deserve you know, uh, let's give them a shot at, at turning their life around so that they can finally get a hold of what's going on with them, become a productive citizen. And most of the time we, we do get them. Uh, a lot of people come in our program, you know, just off the street, their families will call, get some information and then they'll set up an interview and they come in and we interview them and then they can immediately come into our program if they're ready. This morning on the Hometown Journal, we are sharing with you some information about an organization helping individuals dealing with a drug or alcohol addiction. That organization is Youth Challenge of Hampton Roads, and our guest is the Executive Director of Youth Challenge, Travis Hall. Their website is faithrecoveryhope.org. Back with more of the Hometown Journal in a minute. Missed any of the latest morning journey? I got some good news for you, okay? Now you never have to miss your favorite morning show. Just download the My Journey FM podcast. Available on iTunes and on Spotify. All you have to do is search My Journey FM. Updated every Friday. It's the best of the morning journey with Kenny and Brittany. We've got the podcast available anytime, anywhere. Check out the My Journey FM podcast today. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards back with you as we highlight the work that Youth Challenge of Hampton Roads is doing in helping families and individuals dealing with drug and alcohol addictions. Our guest is the executive director of Youth Challenge, Travis Hall. And Travis, right before the break, you were beginning to tell us how the program works when somebody makes a contact with Youth Challenge. Once they come in, our program is set up in basically four phases. The first phase is our foundations phase where uh, it's all about their recovery. Uh, It's about establishing a relationship with God, mainly dealing with the first three steps of the 12 steps. You know, they have a problem. They've got to acknowledge the fact that only God can restore them. And then at some point when they're ready, you know, they they make a personal decision to turn their life over to God, uh, understanding that that's that's what's going to make the big difference in their life. And so there's recovery classes, there's spiritual classes, biblical classes. We use God's Word as a, a moral compass for that, those things that we teach. Mm-hmm. How do you take God's Word and apply it to your recovery in your daily life? There's chapel services. And then 
The second phase of our program is the application phase where they work in, we have four micro enterprises. We have a thrift store, we do construction, we uh, do local moving, and we do event staffing. And they'll work in one of those capacities and they can sometimes pick up a skill, but more importantly, they, they can establish a good strong work ethic as well as take the principles that they've learned in the previous months in phase one and begin to apply it in real world scenarios. You know, how do you have a bad day at work and come home and not, you know, and not drink or get high? Mm-hmm. You know, what does it mean for some people who were intoxicated while on the job, many of them, you know, just the opportunity to kind of establish kind of what life's going to kind of be like in kind of a, a training aspect and uh, then they're given a personal study curriculum that they do. It's kind of more of a, a deep dive personally for them. And then phase three is the transition phase where they they still live with us. So they still have accountability. They still have uh, protection in a safe, uh, sober living environment where they can go out and get a regular job, begin to work, and then begin to kind of but have a safe place to come home to knowing you're going to be held accountable to curfews and things of that nature. Um, but the idea is a, a slow transition back into the community. And then the last phase of the program is aftercare where they've set up a support network. They've got a job, they've got a place to live. So they go there, but then they, they come back to us for w- weekly meetings and then they have, uh, other meeting requirements outside of us, which could be 12 step. It could be uh, going to church, those types of things. We want them to ideally we want them to have a recovery network and a, a church family that they go to. Yeah. So that's kind of the whole compass of how our program works. From your experience, what's the most difficult part of the recovery? When you look at those four phases, where do people struggle with the most? Each phase kind of has its challenges. You know, phase one, uh, obviously, it's all new and it's a, it's a struggle. Phase two, they kind of start to settle in a little bit. But then phase three, when they're faced with a lot more temptations, they struggle in that regard because they have a lot more freedom. And so they struggle quite a bit there. That's why we designed the program the way that we did. So they had that season to figure it out because they're out in the world working. There's temptations around. You know, and that, so they can come back and and kind of talk about their day, be encouraged. What did they face? You know, how how can they go about? You know, if they if they fell short in certain areas, you know, we talk about that. If there was a relapse, then we kind of push, we put them back in another phase. Each one kind of has its its own set of challenges, to be honest with you. But phase three probably is the most challenging for guys because it's their initial initially getting back out in the community, all the temptations that come with it. What's the age range of, over the years, the people who have come through the program? For ages 18 and up, men and women. So okay. we've we've had them as young as 18. We've had them as, as believe it or not, we've had them uh, in their mid to upper 60s in our program. So it's quite a gambit yeah. of ages, but tell, adult, 18 and up. Tell us a little bit about how alcohol, drug addiction, impacts family members and then the programs that are offered to help the families deal uh, with that addiction? You know, addiction really is a, it's a, it's a family problem as much, if not even more so than the problem with the addict themselves. 
the statistics says that one in three households really are, are impacted by, by substance abuse. And so it's not uncommon, but it is something that nobody wants to openly discuss. So there are times in that family struggle because they keep it, they try to hide it, keep it in the family. By the time they're ready to talk about it, it's gotten way out of hand. And there's been a lot of hurt, a lot of, a lot of lies, broken trust, a lot of anger. They don't understand why their loved one just won't stop in spite of what it's doing to themselves and the family. And so we, we want to, we want to incorporate the family into the recovery process and help to start bridge that gap that needs to kind of be uh, settled in for restoration with the addict and, the, and loved ones who have, where trust has been broken. So we have a, a family enrichment program where families come and we educate them on things like enablement. How can you be supportive and caring without crossing that line of, of enabling the addict? Mm-hmm. We talk to them about their anger. And, and a big part of that is they're in meetings with other family members that have the same struggles. So they can, they can develop interpersonal relationships that they can encourage each other in between meetings you know, if one's struggling. There's some wives whose husbands are in the program who are struggling raising kids and having somebody that, that, they, that understands their side of it that they can talk to is really important. How much do you see that addiction can be a generational thing? A parent may have been addicted to alcohol or drugs and, and that gets passed on to the child as well. A, a lot. In fact, probably most of the time it's that way. Somewhere okay. in the family line, there's, there's addiction somewhere. The medical community calls it genetic predisposition. Hmm. You know, in the church, we call it generational curses. However you want to call it, it's, it's still the same thing to me, you know, that, that it's, it runs in the family. How many people at a time can go through the program and be, be on site at the facility? So our, our men's program can house uh, 40 men and our women's program houses uh, 15. This is the Hometown Journal, and our guest today is Travis Hall, the Executive Director of Youth Challenge of Hampton Roads. That's an organization dedicated to rebuilding lives that have been devastated by addiction. And if you would like to find out more about the work they are doing, their website is faithrecoveryhope.org. That's faithrecoveryhope.org. We'll be back with more of the Hometown Journal in a minute. In a world where we're all connected... Sometimes we feel disconnected, but with the My Journey FM mobile app, you can experience hope and encouragement whenever, wherever. Isn't that cool? Engage with your favorite Journey artists and music. See what song just played. Find out what concerts and hometown events are in your area. Get connected. Lately, I've been listening to it almost every day. I really needed the encouragement. The My Journey FM mobile app. Download it today in your app store. Now back to more of the Journey Hometown Journal. Mark Edwards with you as we continue our program on overcoming drug addiction. Our guest is Travis Hall. He is the executive director of Youth Challenge of Hampton Roads. That's an organization to help individuals rebuild their lives that have been devastated by addiction. Travis, this is a program based in Hampton Roads. Is that the only area that you serve or do people come in from other states as well? Oh, absolutely. We take them from all, from all over. Matter of fact, I've got one flying in tomorrow night coming from Colorado who heard, heard of our program through some relationships. And um, so, yeah, other parts of the state, out of state, being located at Hampton Roads, obviously a, a lot of them are from that. We take them from anyone who asks for help, we'll take. 
Travis, how has Youth Challenge been affected by COVID-19 as far as the number of programs or the people that you can have at the facility? And then also, have you seen an increase in the number of people struggling with drug addiction since the beginning of COVID-19? Yes. I mean, it impacted us directly initially. We had to for a season, stop taking in residents just until we figured out exactly what was going on and, and the right things to do. And then once we got the safety protocols in place, we started taking people back in. But in fact, the statistics, 2019, there was 70,000 drug overdoses, drug overdose deaths in the United States. And last year, which the medical community is attributing to COVID because of the social isolation, because of the lack of the ability to have support group meetings and things like that, the number rose to over 81,000 deaths from overdose. COVID's had an impact on it for sure. What type of volunteer opportunities are there with Youth Challenge for the people in the Hampton Roads area to be involved with? You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we like to do with our guys. One is which we like to give them financial management classes. And then another thing that comes in handy is for small business owners or or people who are in levels of management that with larger companies that do hiring to come in and do job interview workshops Mm -hmm. with our men and women. A lot of them haven't had jobs in a while. And so having somebody come in and kind of coach them on the interview process where they can be a little transparent about what's going on with them, just coming out of a program, but also present themselves well so that employees will, will, uh, you know, consider them. Um, so those are two big opportunities. We always need people to drop off food or toiletries or anything like that. Those are some other opportunities. Uh, we've got plenty to work, plenty of work to do around our facilities. They're they're pretty old. So if you like to paint or you're a plumber and you want to volunteer some services, those always come in handy as well. Let's talk a little bit about the transition to a new name. It's Youth Challenge, as we've been talking about, but the organization is transitioning to this new name, Faith Recovery. Uh, Tell us uh, why the name change. Being an adult program for men and women ages 18 and up with the name Youth Challenge, it's caused some confusion in the community, being asked all the time, if you help adults, why are you called Youth Challenge? And so we've been Youth Challenge for 40 years, and, and I think back in the 70s, you know, the bulk of your drug problem was with your teenagers and your young adults. But as time went on, the need expanded, but the name was established, and our founder just always kept it. I guess in a digital age, our biggest fear is someone looking for help online for recovery programs. That How many times does Youth Challenge come up? And they won't even click on the link because there's an assumption that it's for kids. Yeah. And so they, they just move right past it. And there's, and there's not many, you know, long-term res- – we're the only long-term residential, residential faith-based program in at Hampton Roads. So there's not a whole lot of places like this out there. So if you skip over it, chances are you're not going to find another one. So we wanted a name that was more clear send a better message to who we who we are in the community. So faith recovery is, is pretty clear as a faith-based recovery program. So that's why we wanted that. And do you have a, a date when that becomes official? Are you still working toward that? We, right now we are still Youth Challenge. We are using the tag name soon to be Faith Recovery. In March, we will flip that. We'll be Faith Recovery, formerly Youth Challenge, and we'll carry that tagline 
through the end of the year um, because we have been new challenged for so long. And then the first of next year, we'll, we'll drop the formula you've challenged and we'll just be faith recovery. Well, Travis, before we wrap up, I want to give you an opportunity to speak to maybe that individual who is struggling with an addiction or someone who has a family member who is struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction. As widespread as addiction is, I, I assume that someone listening either has a problem or, or knows someone who has a problem. And I just like to encourage people, let them know that, that regardless of how helpless that situation looks, that there is hope. And uh, first, there's a God that is more than able to heal broken hearts. Uh, But also, there's a place where people can come and find that safe haven, um, form a relationship with God, and be able to kind of develop a a new life. But but there's definitely hope. Don't ever lose hope. Don't ever stop praying. And uh, just keep hanging on. That is Travis Hall, the Executive Director of Youth Challenge of Hampton Roads. Travis gave you the phone number as well as their Facebook page. Their website is faithrecoveryhope.org. I'm Mark Edwards. My thanks again to Travis for being our guest. And thank you for joining us for the Hometown Journal. You've been listening to the Journey Hometown Journal. If you're a part of an organization or know of one in the communities we serve and would like to be considered as a guest, please make your request at myjourneyfm.com. Email office at myjourneyfm.com or call 800-424-9594. The Hometown Journal is a presentation of The Journey.